Welcome back to the Fantasy Soccer Talkers. This week, we'll be talking about the draft we just went through. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty entertaining. It lasted about, what, two and a half hours-ish? I Not even, sh- I think I it was actually... shorter than that. It's one of the shorter drafts we've had. In the last, like, four years, for sure. Ten people probably took about an hour and a half. It's crazy that, like... We, last year, I feel like people, like people were taking 10 minutes per pick. This year, it's not like that. Yeah. And I, I also like... think it's because the midfields and forwards really, like, depleted early. Yeah, that's true. It, everyone realized that your points come from your midfields and your forwards. They were the top point getters almost every year. Yeah, I mean, other than Trippier, pretty well. Other than, like, the oddballs. Yeah. So, I guess we can hop right into the uh, the draft. First overall pick was our buddy Ben. He ended up picking Erling Holland. I mean, no surprise, right? It was first pretty pick, it was, first pick was taking that guy no matter what oh, yeah, whoever had it. For sure. Oh, I I mean I think Holland's going to probably have the same season. Maybe even He might be a I don't think it'll less. be better. I don't think it'll be better. 33 goals is pretty tough to like replicate. I could see him getting close to 30 again though. Yeah, I could see that. Like tw- high 20s. Potentially yeah. 30. But he's probably getting golden boot again. Oh, for sure. Uh, we can go down to the second pick overall. It's our buddy Mike. Picked Mohamed Salah. I mean, again with Salah. I feel like he goes second every year. Or first. I mean, if you think about that Liverpool team, there's so many forward options that like Salah's probably your only real lock, in my opinion. He's the one that starts every game, game in and game out. He's going to get you double-digit goals. Gets you points, takes pens. I loved back in the day when Salah used to be a mid. You know, now all these guys are forwards. Tougher to... He was a cheat when he was a mid. Yeah, I know, because he got clean sheet points too. Yeah, and he basically played striker. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I was third overall pick, and I took the risk, and I I drafted Harry Kane. That's a big risk. He could leave, and you could just have lost your first pick. (laughs) I was so devastated if he ends up leaving, but... I saw this morning that they rejected the $110 million, uh bid. So, I mean, even if I get him till January, and then I, I, like, I'll be okay, I think. If you have him for that long, I think it's worth it, but, like, because I don't see him leaving in January either. I don't think if, if they don't get the deal done prior to the first week kickoff next Friday, I don't see him leaving at all. I see this being his last year at Tottenham, though. Oh, 100% going to be his last year at Tottenham. But, I mean, for fantasy, I think it's a steal for me to get him in the third round. If he's there for the whole season, that's a good player to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the fourth overall pick, we have Bruno Fernandez. That's our buddy Josh. Do I like Bruno Fernandez? Yes. It's so tough for me to want to take him in the first, like, first five picks, though, just because I don't know how good that United team is going to be. I don't know. They look a lot better, and they got Ten Hog now. They got like he takes pens. He's gonna be servicing all those that new striker Hoyland. He's gonna be servicing Rashford. He's gonna be servicing. Do you think he'll take pens over Rashford? Sancho. Yeah, he'll take pens over Rashford. He took pens over Rashford when before Ronaldo. Yeah, but I mean Rashford scored in. like thirteen in a year or ten. I yeah, that is true. I totally forgot about that. I mean, he's a great player to have. Clean. Sheet. He's a midfielder, so you get clean sheet points. He was the first midfielder off the board for us. Uh, we had three strikers go early, and then Bruno Fernandez was uh, first midfielder. Fifth overall pick was our buddy Adrian. Uh, he took Kevin De Bruyne. 
Saw that coming. City I mean, fan. Huge city fan. He had Holland last year. He wanted his piece of city. I think so too. And uh, another midfielder off the board. I mean, mids, like we were talking about before, mids and forwards, they go a long way in this league. Uh, Do do I think De Bruyne can have another 160-point season, potentially? Uh, With this new new added rule of 10 extra minutes, like, do I see De Bruyne playing more 90-minute games? No. I see De Bruyne playing 60, 70 minutes a game. That's all he needs. That's all he needs to get his points, though. I mean, if he if you're disappointed if he doesn't if he doesn't get a contribution, though, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, as your first point getter, or your first pick of an overall draft, you want him to be getting points in and out. He week. is the he's the oddball out for me uh, in the first round. I mean, uh, there's some there's some wild ones in the first round that went, but this one to me, he could be really good. He also could be disappointing. They have so much players that service the ball. I mean, De Bruyne's De Bruyne, but that City team has so many good players, and it's it's tough for me to say other than Holland. Oh, I want I want my De Bruyne to be in my first five rounds, first five picks. You know, I don't know. De Bruyne, I put in there in the first round for sure, just because he's the one servicing Holland. That's true. He's gonna get those assists. No, that's true. He'll, be... he'll probably end up with five goals. I I could see him getting <clears> five, maybe. I could I could see him getting ten easy. Uh, I don't know about that. That's a stretch. Ten goals, a lot of goals. It's De Bruyne. He's got he's got that in his arsenal. That's true. Speaking of Arsenal, the <laughs> next pick. Uh, was this sixth? Six overall. Noah he took Saka. I mean, I I think Saka should have went higher. I think him landing at six is outrageous. To me, yeah. Uh... I don't know, but the people above him still aren't 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 any worse. Like I would have took Saka over Fernandez, and I would have took him over uh, Bruno or over um, uh, De Bruyne. That Arsenal team is going to be in in the goals, and Saka is going to be taking penalties. I think this year he was taking pens last year. Yeah, maybe if I, he's I, taking pens, he that's a pretty good player. I'm a big fan of Saka this year. He gets both like goals and assists. He's kind of even when it comes to that at the end of the season. Oh, oh yeah, he'll he'll probably he'll be double digit probably both, I think. Yeah, I could see him having a 10 and 10 or 15 and 10. Yeah, something like that. And he'll also get he'll get the clean sheet bonuses. That's another huge thing. That's true. 7th overall, Trent Alexander-Arnold. To our buddy James. The only defender I think that should have went top round. Yeah? Yeah. I think Trent's like the uh, the only solidified first round pick. And he's the only defender that gets those assists like crazy. Yeah. And he'll even goals. End with, he'll end up with double digit assists again. He takes free kicks. Takes corners. He takes some corners. They, Sobaslide takes some corners now too. Well, isn't, isn't Robinson uh, the left side and Trent the right yeah, side? Typically. So, yeah. So I, I, it, Sobaslide might siphon some from him then. He takes some corners, yeah. And preseason, he's been taking some corners, but that's just preseason, so it could it could go back to Trent and Robertson taking each side. Oh, for sure, it could. Uh, we could move over to your pick, eighth overall, Marcus Rashford. I, I didn't see anyone else getting the points that I think Rashford can get at that point. No, I agree. Like after Trent went, you're probably looking at Trent. To I be was honest. looking at Trent. I was hoping he was going to fall to me for sure. But um. Rashford's a good... Like, I honestly think he's a good forward to have. I think he'll be a top 
five striker this year for uh, fantasy. I can see him getting 15 goals, and that's what I want out of my first pick at least. The only strikers I could see him actually being behind is Holland, Salah, and Kane. Oh, yeah. He's not getting past those. But, I mean, Rashford is leaves. Rashford's in that top five. Like, you put him with Ollie Watkins. You can put him with potentially Nunez, maybe in Kunku. Like, I like, I like those guys. I think that they're all solidified. You have to take your shot on one, and I think you made a good decision with Rashford here. I do too, and I hope so. <laughs> uh, we got ninth overall, which is Miguel Almiron. The most random pick of the draft. Christian had the most wild pick. Like, no, I did not see it coming, even slightly. He took Miguel Almiron. He's a midfielder. I just can't believe it. Considering like Odegaard was still on the board, Sun was still on the board, Trippier was still on the board, Foden was still on the board. Like there's so many players, and he took Almiron. That's a that's a curveball right there. And I honestly think that Almiron is gonna have uh, a, a a downgrade of a season. Like I, I can't I do see, see them, that happening. Yes, I can't see them having the same replicated season of third third overall. But if he has a good season, he's going to look like a genius. Oh, of course. He's, looks, he's going to look like a, a freaking genius if he gets it. Uh, tenth, Kieran Trippier to Dalton. Last pick of this first round. And honestly, like, Trippier's going to be a good pick for sure. I mean, I don't see anyone playing over him. No, he'll play every, he'll game, play every game. He and takes, he takes set pieces. We're right back to the Trent like, discussion and same he's, deal. He's similar to Trent, a little bit worse. They don't. I don't think they're going to be as good defensively this year as they were last year. No. No, I don't Especially think they now that they either. can't time waste as much as they were were doing before. Well, now they're just gonna have ten extra minutes to play the yeah. game. That's all. I mean, I, I I like I like Trippier as a pick. Uh, they have tons of quality up top. We're talking about Almiron. We're talking about yeah, like Isaac or yeah, Yask. You know what I mean? Like Wilson. all those guys are good. Wilson. Uh, someone's got to be servicing the bowl in, and who's he's, better than Trip? He is one of them. You know what I mean? And uh, we do a snake draft in ours, so I'm gonna leave it off for Kev for the second round, but. Our snake draft will go reverse, so whoever gets 10th pick will end up with the 11th pick as well. Yeah. So starting off the second round, with his second pick was Sun. I, I love it. That's a good one-two punch. Yeah, Sun, I, I think he consistently gets 10 goals. Like, that's not bad. I mean, last season was rough, but there's only he can only get better. Like, you're not going to get worse from what you had last season. That was atrocious. Um... Yeah, like I, I like the idea of Sun being there. Kane's still there potentially as of now, and Madison showed up. So, I mean, they're looking a little better if they keep Kane. They have more service. They yeah, Sun has someone to pass to. Yeah, that's true. But moving on, next pick after that was Ollie Watkins. So Team Nine has Almiron and Ollie Watkins, and I like Ollie Watkins. I think that's a great pick. <laughs> Uh, their team looks fantastic this year. They look to challenge. Oh, they'll be challenging everybody. for that top. They'll be in the top ten for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Europa I see League being, is not out of the question. I think for them, I could see them being better than Newcastle this year potentially. Me too. I think that if if there is a team that's sneaky, it's at, it's going to be Villa. Uh, I mean, they Walkins, made such smart buys. They did. Diaby, that was a great buy. Tielemans, great buy. Tielemans was free. Such a good buy. And he's not even that old. What is he? Late twenties. I think he's mid twenties. Good for them, man. I like I like Aston Villa, and uh, you know what? Ollie Watkins had a great season last year. They're only gonna they're only getting one year older, one year better. I mean, they have uh, Leon Bailey still on the on that He'll team. He'll be a depth player. Like, I think Diaby makes a big difference. 
and uh, having someone with that much pace and quality with you, I think you can really uh, bolster Ollie Watkins' outcome. Yeah, I think he's going to get... He's going to be pretty good for points. Oh, for sure. He'll be scary. I think so, too. But moving on to my second pick of overall, Martin Odegaard. He he slipped so far down. I was happy to be getting him. That's ridiculous that you ended up getting him at 13. I... Like I was shocked. Odegaard should have been an, uh, a first round pick, in my opinion. Like there's just there's no reason that he should have fell this far down. But uh, he's just the he's the captain. He's gonna be servicing everybody. You have a good one two punch also with the uh, Rashford and and Odegaard. Like that's a that's great to have like a good mid forward combo. Yeah. You know they're both gonna be probably fighting top five this year for uh, teams yeah. in the Prem. And that's what you want. You want players that are gonna be getting points. So, I mean. I have nothing bad to say about your team so far in the beginning. Uh, through the first two rounds, I'd say that through these three teams, you definitely have uh, the advantage. I don't see Sun being better than Rashford this year, and I see Odegaard being a difference maker in the midfield. For sure, and I'm hoping, cross my fingers on that one. Oh, yeah. But moving on, we got James Madison was the next pick for James. Yeah, I mean, you knew it was coming. The Tottenham fan had to get his piece of the pie. Yep. You know what I mean? He wasn't getting Kane. It's just so... Yeah, Kane. He was trying to talk me out of Kane all week long. Um, He's got Trenton and uh, James Madison. And you know what? I think he, he reached on Madison. Like, yep. Foden was still on the board. Martinelli's still on the board. And Cuckoo's still on the board. And I think he just didn't <sighs> think he was going to come back to him. And he didn't want to miss out on him. It's just... This is the Mount situation for me last year. I took him out in the second round last year because I, I didn't think he'd come back to me. And it was the biggest mistake because I picked with my heart and not with my head. And I, I think that that's what happened here with James, picking Jim Madison. He could return some positive points. Like, you never know. But Oh, I think he's going to be a good player. It I do see it being kind of early. It, I think it's him. I think it's around too early. Yeah. Especially when you have the lengths of Foden. Like, that, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Speaking of that, going on to the next pick. Phil Foden, and Noah's team with Saka and Foden, like, yeah, he's got the he's that got the is young unbelievable. Boys. That's unbelievable. His midfield so early was so good. That's so crazy to me yeah, that he ended pretty, up stealing both of those. That's a pretty good midfield. Mm. He's but gonna get lots Foden's of points. Gonna those get two. so many points. They lost Mares. Foden's gonna start every game, I think, For the or at least twenty five of them. I see him starting a lot. I know Pep likes to change it up. And I think Jack Grealish and Foden are going to be the two starting wingers. The problem is I don't know who's playing on what side. That's all. I think I think Jack will stay on left. And Foden moves to the right. Foden goes to the right. Foden's left-footed, right? I'm almost I certain he's so, left-footed. Yeah. So I mean, so he'll be able to cut in and shoot. Maybe Pep will have it opposite then, for the crossing. Could I can see too. Foden staying on the left and putting Grealish on the right. I'm curious to see like. I'd like to see it too. He's got I mean, potential. We're gonna see him on Friday against Burnley. I feel like they could play either side, both of them. Oh, I I think that I don't think it's they'll... the most versatile wingers that you could probably have right now. But after Foden went went back to Gabriel Martinelli. So Adrian's team has De Bruyne and Martinelli. Again, it's a strong mid core. I would rather have Martinelli over Madison. I'd rather have Martinelli over Elmeron. Uh, I think Martinelli falling to Adrian back in the second round is huge. I mean, it really helps his team in the midfield. He he gets to solidify himself in the middle of the park, and he doesn't have to worry about having a weaker one-two punch when it comes to having like those later round midfielders that you know 
might not be up the pitch like an Enzo Fernandez, like a Casado. Now you know that you're solidified in the middle of the park. You can get a later round striker and still any striker from any team. There's 20 of them. Like, yeah. you're going to eventually get someone to knock the ball in the net. He, the midfielders, I think, with the clean sheet points are huge. Yeah, he built a strong midfield. Getting a midfielders that score is is crazy. Oh, like, you need it. It's crazy in the league. It's so it's so helpful to start off your team. But moving on, Darwin Nunez. So Josh's team has Bruno Fernandez and Darwin Nunez. Um, do I like Darwin Nunez? Yes, I think he's a good player. Do I think that he's the best forward on Liverpool to take after Salah? No. Uh, I think that it's crazy that he took Nunez over Diaz and Gakpo because I think they both start over Nunez. Nunez could have a breakout season though. I, I see. I see where his mind's at with that one. I mean, they did spend a lot of money on Nunez, did they not? Yes, and Nunez can play both central and on the wing. And, and you never know. Both. Like they have lots of depth. They still have Jota. Like I don't know what I, I I try to stay clear from that Liverpool attack because other than Salah, I don't know. Yeah, they're all good. They're all possibilities. You know what I mean? Like Jota's a good player. Gakpo's a great player. Nunez is a good player. Luis Diaz is a great player. For me, that Liverpool forward, I would love a piece of the pie. I just don't know how big the sliver of pie you're going to get from them are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with your second pick. Like, you have to hope Darwin Nunes has a return. Otherwise, that pick might be burned. It's very possible. But I see positive yields coming out of that one. I If he doesn't get double-digit goals, I don't see positive at all. He almost got double-digit goals last year, and he barely played. Yeah, I know. But it could happen again where he's barely playing. Eh. We will see. We will see. But moving on to your next pick, Reese James. I love it. Uh, I th- th- You're going to love my, it until he gets injured. I got my one-two punch. This You're going to love I wanted. it until he gets injured. If Reese James is going to stay healthy, he will have the most defensive points potentially. Chelsea was good defensively last year, even though we were struggling offensively. And as much as Trent is a great player, I think Chelsea will have more clean sheets than Liverpool. That's, That's just the, the way the tactics work for us. You guys like to attack a lot with your fullbacks. I know we're the same way, but I feel like our midfield core this year is going to be a little bit stronger. It's going to allow Reese James to move up the pitch. He just got the armband. Obviously, Pochettino has him in the plans, and he takes all the set pieces. I mean, it's another thing with Trip. It's another thing with, with Trent. He takes set pieces. He's someone that gets the pitch. I feel as if having Harry Kane in him is something that is, quite frankly, unheard of early in the rounds. But, uh, I, I'm, of course, I'm a little biased. It's my team. Yeah. Right? But I, I, I can't believe he fell to me at, in the, this late in the second round. Like, that 17th overall pick, Reese James, is crazy to me. But moving on to uh, second last pick of this round, and Cuckoo. Yeah, I mean... Do I see Nkuku being great? Yes. He just picked up a knock. He ended up going 19th. Okay? In the draft. Mike has Salah and Nkuku. His forwards are... I bet that's about as good as it gets early. You know what I mean? If Nkuku stays healthy, and he's as good as people say he is, he should get at least 8 to 12 goals, right? Like, you'd see that Hopefully. return. You Hopefully know he's I mean? got some more returns than Havertz. Because you need it. You need it. As your second round pick, you need the return. And a striker, someone is like, it's tough to really draft early if you don't, that you're not going to get the return because he'll burn you early. But Mike, again, with the forwards 
being stacked up too. Like Sawline and Cuckoo is nothing to shake your head at. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Mike's first two picks. Yeah, I I'm I'm not hating on them either. I I would I would have taken him Cuckoo if he came to me. I think that it was just on the, the right time. Back. You know what I mean? On the it had to be the right time, and I I don't see Mike getting a Cuckoo back in the third round. No, I think he was going pretty soon. Yeah, I I I can't see the return back for him. But the last pick of that round, Van Dyke. Yeah, twentieth Van Dyke. I mean, Ben solidified Holland and and Van Dyke. I mean. Van Dyke's a center back that actually kind of scores here and there, so I, I I don't hate that pick. No, I don't hate it either, but I mean, I, you need Liverpool to keep clean sheets as a center back. If you're going to draft a center back, you need them to, quite frankly, concede no goals. And I, I see them having a better defensive season this year than last year, of course. They started to get more know. solid during the end of last season. They need to tighten it up, that's for sure. And uh, if they can't, then that second-round pick of Van Dyke could potentially burn them also. I don't think Van Dyke had over 100 points last season. I'm pretty sure he was around the uh, 97 mark, 95 mark. So, if he doesn't return over 100 points in that second round, I, I I can't see that being a good pick. But we'll go on to the third round. So, the 21st overall pick was Kulisevsky. Uh, I think Ben is secretly a Tottenham fan <laughs> as well. <laughs> I think that he wanted a piece of the pie also. And uh, Holland, Van Dyke, and Kulisevsky in his midfield now, I think it's a good pick. I see him starting every match. I mean, it only gets better if if Kane stays, right? Yeah, you have him on the right get, side, son on the left. He's got assists. He's got assists coming out the wazoo, I think. And uh, James Madison now will be playing behind Harry Kane. Um, their yeah. attack will be their attack isn't what's the problem with this team. It's their defense. Oh, so of course. If you're taking offense from this team, it's worth it. Oh, I agree with you, one hundred percent. And. Uh, We'll go to the 22nd pick. Mike's third pick is uh, Sobislai. Great pick. I wanted him. You did? That, that I, round, I wanted him for sure. Like, uh, if he came back to me, I was taking him. I, I was in the third. The funny thing was, I'm the pick after Mike. And I would have been... I wanted him to take Luis Diaz or Jack Grealish. Because that way, I didn't have to make the decision. And he ended up taking Sobislai. And it put me in a whirlwind because I don't think that Sobosai is a third round pick to me. Oh, Truthfully. I see, I see him coming out with assists like crazy. If he sits, if he ends up playing in the middle of the park and doesn't get the return of, let's say high nineties, uh, low one hundreds, I could see it also being a problem. So I know you're a big fan. It's tough for me to, I don't have a bias at all to Sobosly, but he hasn't looked good in, tra- in the preseason either. He's made, he's been looking good when it comes to passes. And the problem is, if you can't defend, you can't be on the pitch. And I think Klopp's going to realize that. If you can't defend on this on this Liverpool team in the middle of the park, it's tough for you to get on the field. And I see, I, you, you could play Jota in the middle of the park if you needed at mm. center forward. Not over Sobosly. Uh. So, Either way, so Mike, Mike's, starting that league. Mike got a good midfielder. I mean, it's tough to complain. Uh, we'll go with the 23rd overall pick. My third pick, I chose Jack Grealish. And the only reason I chose Jack, Jack Grealish over Luis Diaz was because he's a midfielder. And uh, I wanted a piece of City. I felt as if uh, City is the kind of team that you want returns from. 
He's playing with Holland. He's playing with Foden, like we were mentioning before. And uh, I'm a big fan of uh, what Pep's going to do for this team. And I think Grealish takes a step forward this year. He was good last year. He's only gotten better in his years at City. So now I see him having a pretty decent season next year, especially after like his high of last year, winning, winning the, the Champions treble. League. Yeah, the treble winning was huge. Season like he just wants more now at this point. I think I think he wants to make his like build on his career and make it more of a legacy. Yeah, no, I I, I can see that. I, I, I could fully agree with what you're saying with that for sure. Uh, we can go over to Josh's third pick. He ended up taking Luis Diaz. Mm-hmm. So Josh has the double stack Nunez and Diaz with Bruno Fernandez as well. Do you like that? The double the double Liverpool forwards in the I first mean, three rounds? If one doesn't start, one, one of those is starting for sure. So if he loses out on one, his substitute is going to probably pop in a goal but the worst part is let's say ds starts he plays 73 minutes and then all of a sudden nunes comes in he has potential for both of them getting goals then or potential for neither of them getting goals yeah that's that's always a potential for any any player i'd rather have uh strikers from different teams because the, uh, the, the there's a chance of high return i mean if you don't have the starter yeah it, it could really it could turn into something poor I mean I had Julian Alvarez and I didn't have Holland so having Julian Alvarez for me was having a piece of the city pie now if Adrian last year had Julian Alvarez and Holland to me it doesn't make sense because now you're just burning a spot and hoping that the other guy comes in and does something I, I, I'm not a fan of that strategy but I mean Luis Diaz is a great player I think you should have took Luis Diaz in the second round Instead it of still Darwin fell Nunes. back to him. I, I, I just, I'm not a big fan of the double up, but I think that his forwards, if they end up starting together, then it's a smash. Uh, we go over to Adrian's third round pick. He ends up grabbing Gabriel Jesus. I mean, he's injured, and he's got now. Now he's got competition in the middle of the park with Havertz. I know yeah. no one's a big fan of him, but you don't but spend eight, is... you don't spend eighty million on a striker. And not play him. He he's not gonna play striker. Havertz. He, he'll play striker when needed if when Jesus is out. But which is the first three games of the season. But even even look at uh, like they can play Trossard striker as well. I could see him playing and starting because he played well in the cup. He, yeah. He scored. I mean, I could see if say Gabriel Jesus is out these first three games and Havertz gets two goals in the first three games. I don't even see that happening. Uh I can't. I don't see Havertz having much of a return. I think Gabriel Jesus, when he plays, he gets points. Yeah, I mean, he's up for three games. That's my biggest knock. I mean, he got Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, and De Bruyne. He's got the stack of Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus, the mid-forward stack. I love that. That's not bad. That's one of my favorite stacks. If you get a mid-forward stack, th- that's a killer. Your mid's me. passing to your forward. Oh, uh, for that's it, the best. For like 10 points. Nothing's right better than that. So uh, I agree with Adrian with the stack for for Arsenal. I think that's a really good move by him. And uh, to be honest, he he needed a forward because he's getting later in the draft here in the first like first few rounds was like we said the forwards deplete quick. You can't wait long for a forward or else you're gonna be stuck with someone you don't even want. Yeah, and he had the double up midfield with the Martinelli and De Bruyne. So Gabriel Jesus to me is a good pick. Uh, moving to Noah, Noah's uh, third overall pick was Matoma. Now. He already had Foden and Saka in the midfield. So, getting a third midfielder here, I His mean... His midfield is stacked. His midfield's point. great. 
like we said, midfield gives you the returns. Like it's true. He, they do give you the returns, but having no striker going into the third round now, it's getting to the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? He's gonna hope to God that Saka and Foden really pull out contributions this year. Basically, otherwise, having four strikers, <laughs> yeah, they they have to act like strikers this year for them. Otherwise, they might be in some trouble. Uh, moving over, we have James's third overall pick, Alexander Iask. Yeah, that one's kind of weird to me. I mean, he kind of went. He wanted a nice solidified base. He's a defender, a midfielder, and a forward. He has Trent, Madison, and now Isaac. I mean, I feel like there were other forwards though that could have potentially got him more points. Oh, I mean, oh, for sure. Isaac I mean, is a yeah. I I don't hate it, but I I wouldn't have done it. I think it's great though, truthfully. Yeah. Uh, I see Newcastle scoring a lot of goals, and I see Isaac putting most of those goals in. Depends. Moving to your third overall pick. Cody Gakpo. Again, I'm happy to get. You wanted a round. piece of the Liverpool pie. That's oh, what it was. Of course, I did. And uh, I don't blame you. Do I like Gakpo? I do. I like him more than Nunes. I don't think I like him more than Luis Diaz, but I like him more than Diaz for sure, or more than uh, Nunes for sure. Uh, you have your forwards pretty much were pretty solidified from there. You had Rashford and Gakpo. I mean, you only need three straight or yeah, three forwards. So I mean, getting those early really helped you out. Uh, and again, with just having Odegaard there too, it's, it's really helpful. So yeah. I, I don't blame you at all. I'm like, I like, I was really, I was vibing. Yeah. Building I mean, my team at that point. That That's, that's a good starting for first three. Uh, we go over to Christian. His third overall pick was Ben Chilwell. If he plays, he gets points. It's the same thing as we were talking with Trippier. Same thing we're talking with Trent. Same and, thing that we're talking about Reese James. Injury prone could be a problem. But if he does play, he, for some reason, scores a lot of goals. He likes to shoot. He scores a lot of freaking goals. Yeah, he I'm a big he, fan of that. He's a he's a left back that likes to shoot. He's not afraid to shoot. He did it on Leicester. No, he does I, it on Chelsea. I I think that having him in the third round is a good pick. I mean, how many other fullbacks do you think defenders fullbacks do you think are going to score that many goals? There's not too many. So I mean, I think Christian needed a defender because I didn't want him to get too far out of it. So I, I I'm happy with that defender pick. Uh, Dalt's third pick, Eberichi Eze. I love it. I truthfully think Eze is going to be a step up this year. He should be starting every game. He's going to be their best player he's this got, year. He's got a spark about him. Like he, he could he could flash some goals in for sure and assists. Especially because Zaha's gone. I think Eze, yeah, he, having Eze come through, huge. He's for playing the every game if he's not injured. Oh, 100%. And he only got injured last season. He was out for... I think it was almost two months, but he had the injury prior to the season. So, I mean, he came in. He had a bit of a rough start. He had a lack of fitness, and I think it was from the World Cup a little bit. But, I mean, again, I loved I loved Dalt's pick there. And uh, I think that that's – I think it's going to be good for him. Uh, Dalt had the, the turnaround, so his fourth overall pick, he took Pascal Gross. Is that a decent pick? Time will tell. I mean, Pascal Gross was decent last year. Uh, is he fourth round worthy? I mean, he did jump over a lot of good players still. Um, again, we're talking about midfielders, so it's tough to t- turn your back on him because you get the clean sheet points. But yeah, it's kind of a weird. That one's weird too. I I, I, I don't, don't hate think... it, but like I don't see him getting a whole lot of points this year. Not like last year. Oh no, and uh, especially because Jared Bowen went right after him. Yeah. So Christian grabbed uh, Jared Bowen in the fourth 
his fourth round pick. I think Bowen should have been his pick there over Gross. Maybe Especially um, because, Bowen dropped two rounds from last year. I mean, if James was up to James, he probably would have took him with the first. But uh, Trent was on the board, so he had to yeah he had to change it up. Uh, going back I'm, to you, I'm really liking my next pick, Musa Diaby. You picked all three of your forwards in the first four rounds. Like heavy forward this year, buddy. I, it's a good idea. It's a really good idea, but it's going to really lack your defense this year. Especially considering your first four picks, you don't have a defender. And your midfield's still a little lacking, considering you only have the one. Still a few rounds before I even pick a defender. Yeah, I, I see that you don't have them till around the 6th or 7th round. So, I mean, your team for defense might hurt. But talking about Diaby, I think that's a great pick. Uh, I think that him and Ollie Watkins... They're going to be a one-two punch up yeah, there. He's so fast. I think he'll thrive in this league. He already scored a nice goal in the uh, preseason also. Like he's so pacey. I'm a big fan of Diaby. Uh, James' fourth overall pick, Mudrick. And he's a midfielder this year. I like it. <laughs> I, I think that... It's a bit of a risk. It's a risk. It is risky. Especially because on the wing right now, they're thinking about uh, Madweke. They're thinking about Sterling. They're thinking about Matson. Like... There's so many players that are coming in and out of that wing spot. Uh, I think Mudrick might be the solidified number one based off the price. I mean, you don't spend $80 million and not play him. Uh, Actually, it's $60 million, considering he might not hit any of incentives. But Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, Sterling could take that spot from him as well. I'm not a fan of Sterling, and he hasn't been good in preseason. I don't think he's going to be good all he's, season. Uh, he's got more of a finishing touch at the moment. He didn't have a good finishing touch last year at all. I know, but still, neither did Mudrick. Mudrick played half the season. Mudrick scored a nice volley already in preseason. Sterling hasn't done nothing. So I, I don't hate the pick. I, I'm a big fan of it so far. Uh, we moved to uh, Noah's team. He ended up taking Brian and Buemo. That's his first four off the board. Fourth In his fourth overall pick, he has Matoma, Phil Foden, Saka, and now Embuemo. And Embuemo's going to play a lot more. Like He's going to be relied on a lot more this year, I think. This is the best year to have him for points. You really think that? Bueno? He doesn't have Tony. He doesn't have Tony, so he's going to be the one that they rely on. Yeah, but Tony's the kind of guy that makes something from nothing. I feel like Tony was... He covered up a he lot of those problems. On those crosses from Embuemo. Now Embuemo's going to be feeding like Wissa or... Maybe they'll switch to Embuemo in the middle. There's a potential for that. I do like the pick. Do I think that he should have been... The, there was a lot of forwards that went after him that I think potentially would have been better, but I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to hate on the pick because you never know. He's going to play every game. There's he tons of to, upside. He doesn't have to question, like, only if he's injured, that's the only way he's not playing. He doesn't have to question, oh, is he going to start? Is he not going to start? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I can he see. always has him starting and potential goals. Uh, let's move down to Adrian's fourth overall pick, John Stones. That's your man right there. Great pick. Um... He ends up having De Bruyne, Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, and John Stones. I mean, as your that's your starting four. That's really good for me. Yeah, for sure. I definitely can't complain about that. I mean, he can score. He scored a half volley. I mean, he did score last season, which was nice. He moves up the field for a defender. It's it's nice to have. Uh, let's move over to Josh's team. He grabs Andrew Robinson for his fourth overall pick. He got him back. And you know what? I I, I like I like the pick. I think Robinson is someone that's going to end up starting every game. For the most part. He takes set pieces, potentially. Maybe not, if Sobosai takes them. You know what I mean? He takes crosses. 
and clean sheets. I think that Robinson's going to have a chance for clean sheets. But, I mean, again, talk about the Liverpool defense. They, I think they need to tighten up a little bit. Uh, my fourth overall pick, I grabbed Mason Mount. Everyone was not happy with my pick. Everyone thought it was a bad pick. Um, but Mount falling in the fourth round is crazy. Yeah, I don't see it being worth it. I think that he starts every game. You already talked about how United's going to be probably in the goals. I mean, I think Mount takes over the middle of the park for sure. Someone like Erickson could uh, hurt his minutes, though. I think that he'll play with Erickson who's and Casemiro. Who's not playing. That's it. That's their mid right there. Bruno Fernandez, him, and Casemiro. I can't. Erickson's old. I mean, he might take over, but I can't see it. They got four mids. They usually play three. No, no, they play three. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think Erickson stays. I don't think Erickson plays over Mount. The price tag alone on Mount's head is crazy. I, I could see it's Ten Hag doesn't care about the price. He cares about the quality of soccer they're playing. I mean, he played Anthony every game, and the quality was horrible. He didn't play every game. He stopped playing after a while. Well, I mean, there's the, the leash isn't that small. I mean, he's going to have some games, and especially in the early games of the season. I, I can see Mount getting in the game, getting in the team. He's still new. He's a young player. He's adjusting to the surroundings. And, I mean, there's nothing ever good coming out of the United camp. They always have a poor, like, repertoire with players, I feel like. They pumped Patrick Ever with eggs. He was allergic to eggs. Like, Lukaku looked like he only ate, like... Fast Eddies for like six months straight. Like he looked like he gained six hundred pounds. Like yeah, was... Ronaldo spoke on how their training camp hadn't changed since he was there like ten years prior. So I mean, Mount's early game, early days there still. I mean, he's probably still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I mean, I, I like the pick. I didn't take him in the first three rounds, but I mean, last year I took him second overall. This year I get him fourth, and I, I think that it will be worth it this time. Uh, moving on to Mike's team, we got fourth overall, Morgan Gibbs-White from Nottingham Forest. He's the man on that team you want. I mean, I don't hate the pick. I don't, but I can't... Do you see Nottingham scoring a lot of goals this year? I mean, if they do, it's through him. He takes crosses, free kicks. Like, he's he's their man. He didn't look good till the la- end of last season. He was good at the beginning, I believe, and then I, he was quiet for a while, but I think the whole team struggled. Yeah, I mean, if they struggle again... It might it might hurt Mike, but I, he had a good solidified midfield that Soba slides there. Maybe Gibbs White is just sneaky. Yeah, I see him being pretty good. Uh, back to Ben's team. He has Howland, Van Dyke, Kulisevsky, and he ends up taking Raheem Sterling with his fourth overall pick. Bit of a rough question mark. I don't like me. I don't like the pick. I don't like it either. I wouldn't have done it. I didn't. He was a player I was staying away from this year for sure. You know what's crazy to me is Madueke wasn't drafted. He was not freaking drafted. He just won the under-21 World Cup. I would have took him, but I already had three Chelsea players. He's just... I see a lot of cycling in and out of the squad for him. Like, it's not a... It's he played a, it's every game, game at the end thing. of the season. Every game he played at the end of the season. You guys didn't really have... He was our best player, man. Now you got Pochettino. So I don't he's know. He's going to find his team that he likes. And if he's if he's in that team, he'll get picked up right away. I, I think Madueke hasn't played a single game yet because of the that under-21 World Cup. But uh, I see him being a massive role for the team this year, and I think Sterling takes the takes the seat. But, uh, but uh, moving on to the next round of picks, William Saliba. Yeah, Ben grabbed him. Great, that was a great pick. I think that was that he fell pretty far. I did not see him falling that far. Yeah, me either. I mean, I feel like the center backs kind of do though. That's kind of what just happens with the center backs. They don't they don't get picked up as often. 
Yeah, I know, but like Van Dyke went two rounds before that, three rounds before that. He's like the oddball out though for center for center backs. Yeah, but I, I feel like Saliba is a similar like you you know you think he's gonna get you a similar points back. I, I think Saliba is less offensive. I mean, he's he scored too. I I know Gabriel is our big aerial threat too on that team. So. Yeah, I mean. That could get that was a good pick for him last. I, I think I, so too. That's much better than Sterling. I'm a big fan of it. Then Mike, next round, Luke Shaw. I love that pick. Luke Shaw. I freaking love it. If he doesn't get injured, I love the pick. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a great left back. He scores. He, he does, does score. score. He's, he's you were talking the same thing with these guys on the on the wing backs that can move up the pitch and have a cannon. He Luke can Shaw be, is one of them. He can be quite the threat. I like I like Luke Shaw for a fifth overall pick. For sure. And then, your next pick, Nicholas Jackson. I love it. That seems early. I was going to take him in the fourth round, and I looked at everyone's team, and I thought, you know what? My pick's not for another little while here. I probably, I think I had 14 picks in between me, and I knew Nick Jackson wasn't going to come back. I, had, I bet you, I think he would have came back. I don't think he would have. I don't see anyone drafting him other than that other Chelsea fan. Which is what I was worried it was because he only had he only had one forward at the time, so uh, I wanted Nick Jackson bad, and I got my man. Sometimes you just spend up when you want somebody, you know what yeah. I mean? And like James did with James Madison in the second round. I mean, I didn't really spend up. I got him in the fifth round. He was projected to go like, I think, seventy fifth overall in the draft, and I took him around that time. So I think he's gonna be a monster. Like in preseason, he looks fast. And yeah, he does look like a fast player. Like he, I don't know how his minutes will be with your team. It's I think it's hard to start. It's hard to judge because Nkunku's been playing center forward, and then Nick Jackson ahead of him. And Nick Jackson yeah. looks like he's built for the prem with the pace and body build. So Chelsea will hope so because they've been struggling to find one. Yeah, I mean the comparisons to Drogba already, but I mean we can't stretch it too far. No. Moving on, Vardial. It's a good pick by by Josh. New to the league. The thing with Gavardiol is he's someone that I think can score a lot of goals from set pieces. Uh, maybe. He's not huge. No, he's not huge, but he is a threat. Like, when he was on that Croatia team, he was winning a lot of the aerial battles when it came to the offensive. Oh, he works hard for those. Yeah, I believe that. So, he, I, I like the, it. I, I, like, it's like a Botman pick last year. In the beginning, he's not going to start, but he's going to work his way into the team and become a solidified starter, I believe. And that's his second defender. you got to think, he already had Andrew Robinson. Yeah. Take the flyer, take the city defender, take the clean sheets. I don't blame him at all for it. Yeah. The next pick after that, another defender, Pedro Porro. I also like that pick. I love that pick. I think Porro is in that... Same. We can talk all day long about this category of attacking fullbacks. He is one he's of the most it. attacking fullbacks. He's in the he's in the category. I think uh, Adrian also already had a defender grabbing his second defender. That's a little bit up the pitch. Big fan of that. And uh, like we said, Tottenham's not the biggest thing for clean sheets. But if Poro gets a clean sheet, that's just a bonus. You know that he's going to potentially get contributions for the team. I got that's why you get him. right wing. Uh, yeah, you got to respect the, the game for that. Another defender, like everyone realized the defenders were going, so another defender went, Estupinian. I don't like it. I like that pick. I don't like it. He's another attacking one. There's so many other defenders that are going to get clean sheets over Estupinian. Estupinian, though, is he's get, he gets those assists, like he plays well. I, he's one of the best fullbacks in the league. 
they lost so many pieces in Brighton. Um, He's still got Deserby coaching him. Like he can. Yeah, I. I he can. Definitely my have problem positive. is Soli March sometimes play left back. Like he sometimes... won't be playing over Estupinian. Only okay. an injury. There's no way. I hope. I hope that he's like good, for Noah, because I think that was his first defender off the board. So I mean, he's gonna really rely on the clean sheets from him. So, do I hate it? No. Do I love it? No. It's an average pick for me. And another defender went next. Gabriel. Gabriel. I love that. Pick. I love it. I love that the Gabriel pick happened. That's a pretty. That's all. That's average to me. I mean. For your second defender, he already has Trent, right? Like, yep. having Gabriel solidify the back line, clean sheets, I, I think it's a great pick. I think it's pretty good. It it depends on if his minutes get hurt with the signing of Timber. Like, it, it fully it could, depends it on that. Like, I, I can't I, believe Ben White didn't get picked for a, a long time. I think Ben White is the... Uh, like, people are scared of his minutes. I think that he's the better fullback of on that team. I think he's the best fullback on the team. Ben White solidified his role, and I don't even know who picked him, to be perfectly honest, nor do I know if he even was picked. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I, don't I know. like Gabriel. It's a good pick. But after that D train, leave it to me to break it, I picked a midfielder with McAllister. I mean, again, you're going for the Liverpool. I could see him having great assists. Like, he's, he's I mean, a great an injury early, which sucks, but... It's just a knock. Hopefully, uh... He went off in precautionary at a oh, half same time. as Ninkuku then same deal like, he just got he, he ran into someone and got a knock I mean do I, I, I think McAllister could do it I think that as a midfielder he's someone that you know that you already have Odegaard and you, your whole forward line was already solidified so he's my creator he's getting me assists here and there and clean sheets he could potentially knock in a couple goals for you yeah so Salah's off the pitch he might be taking pens he could be but I think I think Darwin Nunes might be taking pens too if he's on the pitch also. Or Gakpo potentially. Who I also have. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Too much. <laughs> I think I think your investment in Liverpool was good with Gakpo and him. Um, Next. Yeah, I, I like it. I like the pick. Next. I sorry to break the defensive train there, for the draft, but it was Rodri that went next, a midfielder. I, Pretty I, defensive I, I hate I hate the pick. I'm not gonna lie. So uh, it seems a little early for a defensive midfielder. You don't know if he's gonna get you points or not. There's so many. He's gonna play this, every game. You at know this that, point though. in the draft, Bernardo Silva hasn't been drafted. Trossard's another midfielder hasn't been drafted. Paqueta hasn't been drafted. Harvey Barnes wasn't drafted. Like there were so many midfielders that were left that haven't been drafted yet, and they sneak in for Rodri. We talked about him literally on the city on the city podcast. He ended the season with one goal and two assists. He, he has is five not. Assists. Oh, five, sorry, five assists. Something he, like that. He's not a relevant fantasy player. He just plays every game. Yeah, but he's not relevant. He's he was he was on a team by the end of last year. Oh yeah, you, you could stream him maybe once or twice in a fantasy pickup, but having him for all season long, like I could <sighs> see him getting like a hundred points again, that like which isn't horrible as a. Def, That's as his a fifth overall man. pick. Yes, it is a little early. I agree with that. Like you could have got him in the eighth round probably. I don't know, man. After that, Solly March. I I don't I don't want so heavy Brighton. I don't hate the pick. I I think Solly March is a good player, but I mean, investing Pascal Gross and Solly March as your midfield, you're you're kind of weakening yourself by picking like a mid-table team and relying on two older players to get you your points. And when they play a top team, he he might he might struggle in He'll his struggle. fantasy week. He'll struggle when Brighton plays those top seven teams. 
I think for sure. Yeah. Uh, we can move down. His next pick was Fabian Schar. I like Schar. I mean, you look at Newcastle's team. Fabian Schar was in the lineup almost every game. And I don't think they signed too many defenders. It's going to be him, Botman, Trippier. And Byrne. And Dan Byrne, probably. Most likely. Or someone like, oh, what's his name? The left back they have. Matt Target? Yeah, Matt Target could play some games here and there. Yeah, I think Fabian Sharp is a solidified center back on the team. Yeah. So, that's a good pick. I mean, he'll, he'll play every match. I For defenders, you just want players that are going to get clean sheets at that point at center back. And Newcastle had a really good defensive record. So, yeah. you take it when they come. Next pick was Carlton Morris of Luton Town. I kind of like this pick, not going to lie. I mean, he needed another forward. And it's a good thing that I took Nick Jackson when I did because I think he would have went right there. Uh, Carlton Moore scored 26 goals. Like, He's the only piece of Luton that you he, want. He is the Tony. He is the Mitrovic. He is the Pookie of the league coming up. So, I mean, someone had to do it. I'm, I'm glad it, had, it wasn't me. But uh, as your second forward... I don't hate the pick. I think it's good for him. No, I, I I like it. We can move over to your next pick was Bruno Gamarish. So you really went midfield forward heavy. You had three mids at this point and three forwards. And uh, Bruno Gamarish, he's on Newcastle. I kind of wanted a piece of the Newcastle team. I mean, you get the clean sheet bonuses. He moves up the field more now that uh, Tonali's in that team. Yeah, no, like I said, I think it's a good pick. Like, there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't get good points from him, so... I'm okay with that. Uh, next pick for James was Ruben Diaz. He took another center back. Like we said, and if you don't get, if he's not getting clean sheets, it's not worth it to me. And Ruben Diaz is a good player. Is it worth it? For sure. He need another. Def- I mean, he has three defensemen at this point, but I mean, I don't hate the pick. Next pick for Noel was Declan Rice, another midfielder. He's kind of like a Rodri to me. Yeah, Declan Rice. Yeah. I don't see. I see him getting less points than Rodri. I, th- I, I feel I like think he scores a, less. It's a stretch, I think, for me too. In the second, in the sixth round, like we were talking about with all the midfielders left, we're gonna run through all the ones that are about to be good. Next pick for Adrian Bernardo Silva. I mean, there's a midfielder right there that I would much rather have if, if he, he stays. stays. If he that's stays, that's positive. Like that's that's good points. And if he starts every game, which he probably will if he's in the team, because Guardiola thinks he's a great player. He'll probably play center mid. Center I, mid. I he can play winger if he needs to play there like if someone yeah. gets injured he'll play up uh sandro tonali went next for josh i like the pick yeah that's a questionable pick it's not you don't know like he it's so he's new to the league it's so hard to judge what he's gonna be doing no i agree with that i i, I could see him getting a few contributions i think he got six in him this year like easily i don't know about the goals yeah. i don't know if he's gonna find a ton of goals this year but i think for sure he'll get contributions um Next up on my team, I picked Manuel Akanji. Uh, I he think might, it's a good pick. He might hurt for minutes. I, I think he's going to start. At the beginning, maybe. I think he's going to play right back. But then who's that inverted fullback? Stones, probably. Yeah, so he's right back. Stones will be right back if he's in the inverted oh, fullback. Oh, then Akanji will probably play left back. I'm not worried. I think Akanji starts. At the beginning of the season, yes. Vardial coming into the squad might hurt his minutes. Maybe. Maybe maybe we're all getting it wrong. Maybe Ruben Diaz is the guy that gets the boot, and we don't know it. I doubt it. I doubt He's it. really good in the center back. He's that defender. Defender. Uh, next pick was Leandro Trossard for Mike. Midfielder, love the pick. 
I think it's great. Play striker sometimes, so he could get him some good points. That's a great pick. He has Sobosly, Gibbs White, and now Trossard in his midfield. I mean, he already had Nkuku, already has Salah. Luke Shaw's his defender. I like the pick. Mike's midfield's really shaping up nice. Uh, next pick was Kai Havertz for Ben. I think it's a good pick, other than he's I a forward. I think it's a questionable pick to me. I mean, he already had Holland at the time and Raheem Sterling. So taking Havertz is risky for me. As the, I think he's the second striker for this team because I don't think Sterling's going to be worth it. Or he's it. playing deeper in the field. I, I, I can see Kai Havertz. I think Havertz going to have 15 contributions total. I think he's actually going to do it. So I think it's I a good pick, especially in the that. sixth round. I see him getting 10 max. Ugh, I don't know. I could see him getting eight goals. Easy. I think his next pick at, after Kai, Lucas Paqueta, was That's a, a better great pick. pick. That's a great pick. He's going to be the man to like lead that team to glory now. Like Now that Rice is gone, he's got to step up and get those assists, those goals. He's got to create. I know West Ham, like, someone's got to put the ball in the net. And it's no one's better than uh, Paqueta for me. Yeah, he's probably the best. Other than maybe Bowen on that team, he's the next yeah, step Yeah, I agree. I could agree with that. Moving on, Harvey Barnes, new, new to the team. I don't know if he's going to start right away. I don't either. But that's... I can see him breaking into the squad. He he is good. He's young. Like, that St. Maximin role is open. That's true. You know what I mean? Like He has that potential to break into the squad. Almiron's going to be on one wing. For sure, Almiron's going to be on one wing. He should be. I don't know who's on that left wing. Could be Joe Linton. Could be Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Could be a uh, sneaky pick. I don't know. Could be good. After that, Ibrahima Kanate with you. I like, I like Kanate. I think that... He's someone that's broken now into the Liverpool team. Again, talking about the center backs, we need I need Liverpool to keep clean. Sheets. He'll be starting. He'll start, but he's not going to get me any goals. Uh, he's a big man. But Van I Dyke, can see him scoring some goals on corners, but potentially maybe one or two all season. Yeah. But I mean, I got him. I need him to be a solidified center back. I need him playing every game. I need them to get clean sheets. That's the honest, only reason. If if he if he fell to me this round, that was my first defender pick. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you for that. It's a good pick. I think it was a good pick for me on this end. Uh, moving on to Hoyland, the new fresh signing to United. Josh, Josh's strikers are interesting. Josh's team has a lot of newcomers. Tenali, Garvidal, like and Hoyland, and Hoyland, and he also had Pal Torres later on. But I mean, a lot of new faces in the league. Um, his, his that's what his team is going to be a hard to judge. You team. can't judge it. Even his goalie is new to the league. Okay. <laughs> He's coming in with a fresh team. They're coming out of the championship. They're all new. <laughs> like, Hoyland might be good. There's a chance that he's not at all. It's it's United. I feel they're, like they're similar to Chelsea when it comes to their striker. But not just that. I can't he came find from, a He came striker. from Atlanta, and he wasn't that great. Yeah, he was average. And, I mean, he has Darwin Nunes. He has Luis Diaz. Those are going to cover up a lot of the – he's going to have band-aids for them. But, I mean, if Liverpool has an off day – you're getting practically no points from your forward position if Hoyland doesn't uh, turn out. Yeah. Next pick, Zinchenko. I like Zinchenko. Inverted fullback, get you some assists. He might not get as many like assists as a like the overlapping fullback, but I mean he still moves up the field. Up to this point, I love Adrian's fullbacks: John Stones, Pedro Porro, and Zinchenko. Yeah, his his defense might get him some points this year. Oh, yeah. And his midfield is pretty stout, too, because he has De Bruyne, Gabriel Martinelli, and Bernardo Silva. So yeah, His team's looking pretty good. At this point, he's already got his three City players, too, so 
He's not allowed to pick any more City. He also, at this point now, grabbed his third Arsenal player. So his team is pretty much made up of Arsenal he, and City and then one Tottenham player. I think he thinks they're getting first and second again. And you know what? I agree with him for yeah, sure. That's a great idea disagree. to do. He's, he he picked with his head, not, not his heart for sure, with those picks. But the first goalie of the draft went next. Allison. I, I, I don't like it. Seventh round pick for a goalie that no one was even looking at goalies. Uh, like no one needed no one needed so much other stuff he need, he had one forward to this point and one defender he wanted that goalie he wanted the one of the assisting goalies i don't think goal that, scoring goalies i can't see alice I, if allison's not the best goalie this year he wasted his pick would say waste but it, it's a little early you know what i mean like if you you pick your goalie first if he's not the best goalie you've just lost you've lost in the in the draft rankings that that's my only thing when it comes to picking goalies first i picked i waited a very long time for my defense and goalies yeah i don't hate the pick of allison i just think he could have got him a couple rounds later next pick james was trying to find some strikers alvarez it's a good pick he could he can get maybe he could probably have a similar season to last season. I, think. I could see him scoring six, seven goals and getting four or five contributions. Easily, that's not horrible. It's a good pick for a seventh round. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a second striker. He's got Isaac still. I mean, I like the pick. All, like all in all, I think it's going to be good for him. Yeah. Now my my next pick, my first defender of the draft, Diego Dallo. That's a good pick. I mean, Dallo is going to start every match. Hopefully, he just signed a new contract. He wants to stay. He's going to be doing. He's going to be bombing down that wing. It's just balls. weird. They have so many right backs. Yeah, like, but he's their best Juan Basaka is there still. They keep trying to put him into the team, but it never works. I, I think that if Juan Basaka one season was literally the best tackling fullback in the league. Yeah, he was, was the best tackling when, defender in the league. I think it was when he was on Crystal Palace. And his first year at United. Yeah. and then His he tackling just, percentage was unbelievable. He fell off. I don't think he's the type of player that Ten Hag wants to have in that role. It's going to be tough to tell. I think the low starts... But you never know. Wambasaka's still kind of young. He's mid twenties. I mean, I mean, I know the low, the young too. But Wambasaka's definitely going to be pushing him, and I think that's probably good for both teams. It might, both the it might make Dowell place quite better. No, I agree. Moving on to another defender in the next round, Botman. It's a good pick. I mean, like we said, center back. He'll get points. He's going to get points. He's going to get clean sheets. And for Sven sure. Botman's a big boy. He can so. play left back as well. Yeah, he's played it before on the Dan Burns going to take team. left back. Matt Target. I can't. I can't see him not playing in the middle of the park for for uh, Newcastle. And the last pick of this round would be Calum Wilson. It's another good pick. I mean, he, he scores a points. frick load of goals, man. He always gets points. Like he just scores. Yeah, he's always in the right place at the right time. It's weird. Dalt got a lot of sneaky players that I think will help his team out like immensely. Uh, we go down to his next pick. It's Ben Mee from Brentford. Again, that's someone that he wins a lot of headers. Center back that just gets. Clean sheet Potential points, clean sheets. Maybe a goal here and there. I, I, I like Ben Mee. He was good on Burnley, and I he's think just, he's going to be great on Brentford. He's a defending defender. He's one of those. He's an all-in-out defender, but he he is a, he could, he's a threat on the offensive end sometimes. Sometimes, yes. Uh, next pick for Christian, we got Enzo Fernandez. His midfield shaping up Almiron, Jared Bowen, uh, Rodri, and now Enzo. I mean. And I don't hate the Enzo pick. I don't hate Enzo either, but if we don't get another CDM, he's going to be sitting deep in the pitch. And then he has Rodri and Enzo. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of CDM points. Enzo, Enzo with the creation. I, I like his passing, and I think he could get some crazy There's assists. potential for him to get 10 assists easily. But that, that's a... It's tough. We'll see. It's a tough thing. We'll see on it's that a, one. Yeah, it's a we'll see for sure. Uh, your next pick was Alex Moreno. 
starting to flood in the defense now. I don't hate the left back position of, of Alex. He is Marino. great. He is a great defender. Like he's older. He's a, he's a little bit older. I think he's in late twenties, twenty seven. I thought he was in his thirties. No, I don't think so. He came from Betis. He's fast. He's fast. I mean, he whips the ball and. I like him. I think that he's the kind of guy that could potentially get you some points. He's taking over the Digne spot because Digne's gone. He's, I think not going to play he's anymore. He's much better than Digne. Yeah, I mean, Digne in his prime was very good. In his prime, yes. But on Everton, I, I can't see. I can see. I can see Moreno getting four, five assists easily. Four or five potentially, and if he gets a handful of clean sheets, that's a good second defender for you. Uh, moving to James's team, he got Michael Elise. So his Injured. midfield's shaping up Madison, uh, Mudrick, and then Elise. Injured to the start of the season, but when he's back, I think he'll be a pretty good player to he's have. Al- he's also linked with Chelsea, which could be good for him. That'd be huge for well. him. You know, that's a lot more points than being on that uh, Crystal Palace. At least he's team. linked with another team in the in the league, so he doesn't lose that player. I have seen that he's also linked with PSG, so it's gonna yeah. be a it's a wait and see. You know, I don't hate the pick. I think Elise getting Elise in the eighth round is. Uh, it's a good pick. I don't think it's too risky. No, definitely not. Should be good. Uh, next up with Ethan Pinnock from Brentford. He went to Noah's team. Noah's defense is Estupinion and Ethan Pinnock to this point. Pinnock's a pretty attacking fullback. I think he can get those. Like, he's not the defender out of that team. He'll run up the field, get assists and goals if he, like, he'll be trying. No, no, I, I don't hate the pick either. I think it's, I think it's okay. Uh, we can move over to the next one. It's Adrian picked Evan Ferguson as his striker. Young guy. Yeah, and I mean, that's his second striker. Yeah, and I don't hate it, you know? He's already got Gabriel Jesus. Evan Ferguson's going to be breaking into that team. Welbeck's probably not really... I mean, if I'm the Brighton manager, I'm starting Ferguson most of the time. He looked good for a big man. He looked pacey. He looks big on the ball. So good for his development, and he could have such a breakout season. He's got players around him that can whip the ball around too, so I like Ferguson there. Uh, next pick was Josh. He doubled up on the United's front. He got Jaden Sancho. I think this is a better option out of the Sancho uh, Anthony players because I don't see like Anthony is not Sancho. I don't think he's nearly as good as Sancho. No, I agree. And you know I like the stack. He went for Holland, and he, he's like, you know what? If I'm gonna get Holland. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in, and he end up getting Sancho, and I think it's gonna be a good pick for him. I mean, even if Sancho's not playing every game, like if he's playing 60 minutes and subbing out, he'll get points here and there. Like he's he's a good player. He's very invested in United at this point, though, because he he's wants... got Bruno Fernandez, Hoyland, and Sancho. Yeah. So I mean, United's his team to watch. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he also has Liverpool too. He's got Nunes, Diaz. And Andrew Robinson. He picked three different Liverpool players in a row. He's going to be watching that derby. I mean, that's it. That's his two teams this season for sure. He's got to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, my next pick was Syed Ben Rama. And you know what? Like we were talking about, someone's got to put the ball in the net. They're going to be looking to other people for points. I love Ben Rama. He's, He'll play more. Like... He's the Algerian, sneaky, pacey, likes to take players one-on-one. And you know what? He's my third midfielder at this point. I already have Jack Grealish. I already have Mason Mount. So, someone that I think could potentially get me eight goals and maybe four assists, I'd be happy with. Yeah, that's not horrible. Uh, next up was Dan Byrne to Mike. I mean, Dan he's, Byrne's playing. That's some good points. That's his second defender, though. Yeah. That's... Up to this point. Yeah. I mean, 
There's some other options he could have taken, I think. There was a lot of better options than like Dan Byrne. Lissandro Martinez it was still up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of players still up for him that he potentially could have got, but hey. Uh, next up was Ben. He took Rafael Varane. I, I like that's the pick. A, that's a good pick. I mean, again, you're not talking about a lot of goals, but we're talking about clean sheets. We're talking about the best center back on that team. Uh, over Martinez? Yes. Still. Really? Yeah. I think Martinez is more versatile. Because you can play him left back. You, yeah, okay. We're talking about the center back. All right. I'll give it to you. I like Varane. I don't hate him. He's he's fast. He does pick up a lot of injuries. He does, Yeah, oh, I agree. But if he's fit... Yeah, I mean, he, he's a he's game bigger. changer. He's bigger. He wins yeah. the headers. The, debatably the funniest pick of the draft right here. Okay? Ben decides to take Ivan Perisic. Terrible. That was the worst pick of the draft, in my opinion. I don't, I don't see him playing this year very much. He'll be a he'll be a depth player for minutes. Like that, he's, that's his third midfielder. Not Perisic. even mid, not even like he doesn't even play midfield half the time. He, plays he doesn't left even wing play back. half the time. It's the most outrageous pick of the draft. And by this point, I think he was about six beers deep, maybe seven. So yeah. I don't blame him completely. Might but have the mean, influence. It was uh, questionable. It was pretty funny for all of us when when the pick happened. Yeah, he was not. He's not taken lightly. After uh, that, Tyrone yeah. Mings. I like it. I like Mings. The I think he plays every game. Team? I think he plays every single game. He should. He's that captain. He's the, he'll he'll he's running his team into top but six. Like you know he's what? Gonna I, you fight know what? Actually, top six. He might not play every game. I think they he, just bought Pau Torres. Yeah, I think Kanza. Kanza. You think Kanza takes the boot? I think Kanza's he, young. I think he cycles in and out a little more. They have uh, what's it called? Conference League, don't they? Uh, this year, yeah, they. Yeah, I think they got think, conference. I think league. it's them that has conference league. So right? I mean, they have they need the depth. A lot of them are going to be they're they're still going to get minutes if they're not playing in the league. Oh, for sure, everyone's going to get minutes. But I think that maybe Mings is more of the conference league guy, or maybe Konsa is. We'll see when it comes time. But yeah, Mings is the captain as of right now, so it's tough to really push him out. We got a whole train of Aston Villa players next up. Jacob Ramsey was your pick. I love it. The fact that Jacob Ramsey fell to me in the ninth round. Is so wonderful. I talked about him on the Aston Villa episode. I think that he will be the best player in Aston Villa behind Ollie Watkins. I mean, they did just get Musa Diaby, okay? I understand that. But Diaby's a forward. Ollie Watkins is a forward. Someone took Telemans prior to me taking Jalen Ram- or Jacob Ramsey in the middle of the park. Jacob Ramsey finished the season last year with 11 assists. He's going to play every minute, and I can only see him taking a step up. He's one year older. I love the pick. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. He's young. He's He's got that spark, but we'll see. Next up, another Aston Villa player, Pau Torres, the new-to-the-league center back. I like the pick, too. Uh, like we talked about, Pau Torres, he's pacey. He's been there. He's done that. I like it. It's Might a good not pick. start at the very beginning, but it'll, he'll, I think he'll, he'll work his way starting. into the team for sure. He should. Another defender, Lissandro Martinez. Adrian just seemed to be getting players that everyone could want, but just didn't get. It's just the most, like, when I look back and I look at Adrian's team, I think to myself, holy shit, his team is actually quite good. He had a pretty decent draft, I gotta admit. He's going for the double. So tough to know. Yeah, I, I know he's going for the double, but I mean, it's just, look at his team, it's like, frick me, man. How do we let that sit? How do we let that fall? How do we let that fall? But it's a great pick by Martinez. And, and a full-hand player went next, Kenny Tete. It's not a bad pick. Is he a wingback? 
Yeah, I mean, they're gonna he's gonna be playing probably on the same side as Willian. So okay, so he'll they'll probably have a little bit of overlapping. Okay, that that that's not bad to have then. I would take that. Yeah, I don't mind it. Another Aston Villa player, Yori Tielemans. Ninth round Tielemans. I mean, he'll play every game. I think too. He's new. He should play. He's more of that like box to box midfield. I think that midfield's gonna be Douglas Louise, Tielemans, and uh, Jacob Ramsey. I think that John McGinn took the the hit with Tielemans coming in. Potentially. And my next pick, I wanted a piece of City at this point. I went for Kovacic. Takes the gun to win roll. I, yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was looking at hopefully I can get a gun to win-esque player. Here. If you get the gun to win-esque player in Kovacic this year, you've stolen the draft. Because gun to win is – I think he had eight like eight goals, eight assists or something outrageous. He almost outrageous. had 10 goals. He was like that. outrageous. And if you got that kind of contribution in, in the ninth round, that that's that's wonderful. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be soaring. Oh, for sure. Next up this round, Robinson. I think that's – or not Robinson. Nick Pope. Nick Pope. The next goalie. I like I like Nick Pope. I mean, I second mean, pick though for a goalie, like we said in the first time, if he's not a top three goalie, it's gonna hurt you. And this this started the goalie train. Oh yes. Everyone's now realizing goalies are going, and the next pick was Ederson. Again, I don't like Ederson. He doesn't keep clean sheets. But, I mean, they he can he's he he will get you an assist. He can get you points. I think I think they can get a good amount of clean sheets as long as, like I mean, they even strengthen their defense this year. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate the pick. I think it's a good pick. His next pick was another def- or uh, Ben White, the guy you. I think that's were a questioning. great pick. He got Ben White in the tenth round. Yeah. He got the starting right back on potentially the champion, the the league champions team. That could be a good pick. It's gonna be a great pick. I love the pick. Next up. Now a drum. Robinson. I like him. I mean. We're talking about Fulham with the fullbacks. I, I, I like both. I think they're both the, pacey and they're both good with favorite. the ball. They're both good with the ball. I like watching this guy. He's, he's pretty tall and he's kind of fast for how tall he is. Like he runs down, sends pretty good balls in. So I, I think he's a good pick. No, it's a great pick. I, I agree. Now I took a bit of a risky pick here. I took Timber, thinking that I think he could break into that lineup either in center back or right back role. You think that he'll play over Ben White though? I think he could. I don't. I think he could. He's 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 a good player. I think he's good. He's gonna but... start off as a depth. I I get that. He's gonna play a lot of Champions League. I That's believe that I as well. But I think uh, he was my rescue pick. I agree. And then James went for uh, his Tottenham boy Adoji. I had no clue who this guy was. He's gonna be playing left wing back, I believe. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, to be honest. I don't think it matters. He might play left wing back. He might be. He, he might, might not even play. Emerson Royale might start over him. Left wing back? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't Emerson Royale was playing left wing back pretty much all season last week. Last right year. wing back. Who was left? Ben Davies. Uh, yeah, actually. Till Poro came. Till Poro came. Then Poro. And then da- then Royale went on the left. Royale uh, didn't play for the first little bit, and then Poro I think played right wing because Kulazewski was injured, and then that put uh, Royale at right back. Oh, I don't follow Tottenham enough. But. Because Poro played right wing when he had to. He likes it up there. I'm sure he does, but... And they didn't have Kulisevsky at the time. He was no, injured. Right. So someone had to step up and do that. So that, that, that I think that's what gave Royale the minutes. Maybe. I, I don't mean, I don't see Royale playing that many minutes this year compared to... I don't see Udogi being a difference maker. I don't know. I think wing. he's younger. I think he could be... Uh, 
their left back. I don't think he'll push up the pitch as much as we think. Well, they're going to play a back four, so. So they're not. He's definitely not pitching up the pitch then. So uh, the one going up the pitch is Poro. Yeah, he'll have to shift into that third center back role. Yeah. Eh, it's an okay pick. That or one of their center mids drops back. But moving on, Diego Jota. It's a risk. That's what I'll say. He gets goals. He does get goals, but he's not going to start. He doesn't need to start to get his goals either, though. I mean, Noah got Jota in the 10th round. It's a good pick for his third this is, forward. This is his uh, substitute forward who plays substitute on the team. But Just like, kidding. That's his second forward. He could also come in. That's Noah's second forward. I he has Mbwemo and Jota now. I don't hate that pick. I think that's a better pick than Mbwemo for goals. I think I, he'll score I, more. I think Mbwemo will potentially get a better outcome by the end of the season. He'll play though. more minutes for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. It's next, not horrible. Next up for Adrian uh, was Wissa. That's risky. He's picking it for the absence of uh, Tony. So, I mean, he'll have him till January. Yeah, he'll have him for January. And even when Tony's there, he comes in and gets goals. Like, he subs in and gets goals. Like, he he scored maybe four goals. He was all right in the absence of Tony last year. He I think average. that he'll play, and then Tony comes back in January, and then Wissa is off the map, and you don't want him. He's back to a substitute. Yeah, and at that point... You don't want any piece of that. <laughs> then you got Lewis Dunk next round. I mean, he's good. He could score that random he, header. <laughs> he's a big boy too. Like he he likes to get his his body in the box, and I don't hate the pick of uh, Lewis Dunk either. He's not horrible. No, he's good. Then Nathan Ake, he dropped quite a, like I thought he was going to be going way earlier than that. I ended up with Akanji and Ake, so Akanji in the sixth, Ake in the tenth. I'll play both. And if one doesn't play, oh well. You know what I mean? Yeah, one of those might end up not playing. It. Never but know, I don't like... mind keeping both the entire season and pl- running it and having my substitute come in. Just because I know that City's the kind of team that I can get a clean sheet from every time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not upset with that pick. Then we got the new Burnley boy, Amdooney. Zinky, Zanky, Amdooney. I love it. Amduni. I think it's a hilarious pick. He'll be... Mike grabbed him just so Josh couldn't, though. He grabbed him just so Josh couldn't. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's uh, I think it's a good pick for his third forward. He's got Nkunku. He's got Salah. I mean, take the flyer. We always say there's one striker that comes in from the championship, and that's a flyer. And if it's not Epiduni, it's probably Carlton. Right? Morris. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be... It's it, it. I like the, I like the idea of it. Third, Like, for your third striker, why not? Take him. And a, one of the better players on Fulham, Andreas Pereira. I can't believe he fell this far. He gets assists. He gets goals. I can't believe he took Perisic before Pereira. Yeah, Pereira, <laughs> That's Pereira, Pereira was believe. better than... But, I mean, Pereira, he's a great midfielder. And um, last year he ended up with a ton of assists. And if Fulham's going to continue to be a decent team, they're going to need him to be successful. And I think Raul Jimenez is going to be at least half of what Mitrovic was, if not three quarters. Yeah. And uh, Pereira is going to have to make a big role in, in that lineup. The next pick's Matt Doherty. I don't like it at all. I don't think he's going to play very much. Neither do I. He's going to be playing behind, behind Semedo and Johnny on the other side, so I don't see him cracking the lineup too at often. All. Very little. He'll probably be a depth player, so there's not, not great, much on Not that a great one. pick for Ben either. Two, two of his last three picks were not great. Uh, then you go to Mike's team, Rico Henry on Brentford. Another attacking fullback. 
This is a good pick. I mean, you get down to these later rounds. I mean, if you can get a fullback that's going to make the pitch, that's great. Yeah. My next pick, I started a little bit of a goalie trend here. I took Jose Saw. Yeah. Even though I think he's going to get relegated, he's going to face so many freaking shots. And I want a shot-stopping goalkeeper on my team. And at this point, I'm going to take the risk on it. Uh, next up, Josh grabbed uh, Vicario from Tottenham, the newest uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, he's starting games, so. I mean, I think he could be good. He'll... Again, we're going to talk about that Tottenham defense potentially not being great, so I mean... Yeah, as long as he's a good shot stopper, I think he'll get some points. The crazy thing to me is, me and Josh both took different goalies, and we left Onana for Adrian to grab. Yep. I mean, we saw him get scored on from half in preseason, and I think that's why we both kind of went away from him. I think Onana is going to be better than both of these guys, potentially. Could get some assists. He likes moving up the field for some reason. Which makes me worried that we left Adrian with another really good player. But, I mean, I don't blame Adrian for taking him. But I can also see him potentially costing United some games this season. Yep. Uh, next up for Noah, he grabbed James Tarkowski. I love Tarkowski. I think he's a great defender. When he plays, he'll be a good player to have. The problem is he's on Everton, and I think that Everton's not going to hold a lot of clean sheets. But I mean, if he's going to get a defender on Everton, when it comes to the late rounds like this, it's hard to find. You just have to get a defender that's going to play every game. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we got Aaron Ramsdale for James's team. I don't hate the idea of Ramsdale. I think he's going to. If Raya goes, you never know. Mm. That's the thing. But uh, I do like the idea of uh, him having Ramsdale. It's a good goalie. Uh, you went really defense heavy here. You grabbed Thiago Silva. I mean, I love the yep. pick. He's going to start every game. He's the captain. The problem is... Or one of the captains. Batty Shields he? there. No, he's not captain. Reece James. Should captain. be. He's a vice captain. Uh, Batty Shields still there. Now we got Levi Colwell. They're loving him. Fofana's out for six months. Yeah. But once Fofana's back... I'm fine with having Thiago Silva starting... Thiago Silva might six not. Months. And I know that they're saying they're trying to arrest him. He's 39 years old. Like, they might be pushing him on the way out. But if not, he was Chelsea's player of the year last year. I don't blame you for grabbing him. He's great him, defensively. Especially in the 11th round. Uh, his partner, Levi Colwell, goes next to Christian. I think it's a great pick. It's all right to me. I mean, I've watched him miss in the six-yard box twice. but He's a center back. He's a center back. You're not paying him to put the ball in the net. Uh, next up, Casemiro goes for Dalton. It's another, another list. It's he, a Rodri pick. He, yeah, he. What, but he scores more than Rodri. I agree. He. I think he's more fancy relevant. But he gets more reds than Rodri. That's also true. Which but is I, a little scary. He can lose you weeks. He can win you weeks. Yes. Yeah, he's it's, a wild card. It's a little iffy. Uh, next up, he grabbed Kurt Zuma. I mean, West Ham's gonna play him probably. They don't have a whole lot of center backs. Uh, he'll probably play. Yeah. Like I don't see anyone taking that spot. Uh, then Christian grabs Douglas Luiz. Player of the year last year for Aston Villa. I like it. It's a good pick. I, I mean, I like that player. He's, he's got better players around him now. He does. He he's definitely going to benefit from it. Uh, then you grab your goalie Emilio Martinez in the twelfth round. I think that's a great pick. I waited. I patiently waited for my goalie. And Martinez is a great goalie. He's a shot stopper. He's good on a better team now. Like this team is thriving they're gonna get clean sheets to the top to the bottom teams and they're gonna struggle like they're gonna make all the teams they play struggle so Uh, i love having this pick it's a great pick absolutely great pick the only thing i'm worried about is if that defense ends up getting hurt in the european championships that's all they have a little bit of depth now so i think they can withstand that uh next pick for james is connor gallagher in the 12th round i freaking love this pick I think it's such oh, a good he pick. He doesn't have a lot of competition anymore, so I think he's starting most games. Connor Gallagher is putting the ball in the net. 
as a midfielder. And he got him in the 12th round. Like, that's his last midfielder that he grabbed. I think that Connor Gallagher is going to be unbelievable. And I really love the pick for that. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, next up, we got Anthony for Overpriced Noah. fidget spinner. I mean, he went in the 12th round, though. Yeah. As your last for striker. For good reason. You're right. But in the last round, he's his third striker. He potentially is going to start every game, you know? Mm. He's got New Holland. He's got Hoyland up there. He's got Sancho, like you talked about. He's got uh, Bruno Fernandez. Now he's got Mount. There's lots of service. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason Anthony can't be that next elite level player. We are going to have to see on that one. I do not rate him highly. No, I mean, for all the for that price tag, he should have been better. Uh, next up goes Alex Awobi. He got his boy back. I don't hate Awobi. Got a lot of points for him last year. Uh, again, we're talking about Everton, though. So they are struggling in the goal front area. Uh, if you're going to take somebody, uh, I, I like Awobi, though. I think that he's someone that could potentially sneak in eight goals, four assists, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a he's a spark in the midfield. I, I do like that pick. So Josh and I did the same thing back-to-back. So Josh grabbed Vicario in the 11th round. Then he grabs Robert Sanchez in the 12th. That pick, I he might end up starting. He I might, don't like, think he's going to start. He's just a bit of a... It is his backup goalie, so it's not a huge hit to oh, him. Oh, it's not a huge hit at all, but I mean... He could pause. He should have took Keppa. He was still out there. That's true. Uh, my next pick, I take Burt Leno. The shot stopper. I have two shot stopping goalkeepers, Saw and Leno. Both of them are on low to mid-tier teams. Yeah, you're not you're not really getting the clean sheets out of them, but you're going to be getting the if saves. I do get a clean sheet from them, it's huge points for me. Because yes. I know they're going to face minimum six shots probably a game. Um, Next up from Mike, he grabbed his first goalie, Jordan Pickford. It's not horrible. He'll not make a horrible saves. goalie. I mean, they'll get scored on a lot. Though. I think that his following pick, Keppa, should have been his first pick. But I mean, he got both. Yeah. So nothing to complain about there. Uh, ben grabs Louis Fabianski. I mean, he it's not a, a great pick at that point. He was he was starting to. He kept us still on the board seat there when all the goalies were going. And Keppa didn't know was, was still on the freaking board, and he didn't take him. I don't get it. But, hey, he took Fabianski. Then he takes Harry Wilson from Fulham. We were talking about Wilson being a, a step-up player for Fulham. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I don't hate that one. No, I think it's going to be good for him, for sure. And then we just talked about it. Mike grabbed Keppa back-to-back after Pickford in the 13th round. I think he's going to start Keppa every game, considering he's going to be the best goalie for that team. Uh, I grabbed Joe Linton in the 13th round. I think that he's going to start every game. I don't he think sh- I, Harvey should. Barnes will be there. I mean, Joe Linton can play all over the pitch. The fact that I got Joe Linton in the 13th round, I think, is outrageous. And... Uh, for my last midfielder, I was nothing but ecstatic for him. Uh, the next pick is Josh takes Hamid Traore from Bournemouth, the new. new transfer. Josh really went heavy in these new transfers. Yeah, he's got so many. Even his last pick, the goalie, both goalies for his last pick were both new players to the team. Yeah, I mean. He's got at least six new players to the team. He his, does. He does have six. Team. And uh, could he be good? Yes. But we're talking Bournemouth. We talked about the episode with Bournemouth. There's not a whole lot of uh, fantasy relevance there, so we'll see. Uh, next up, Adrian grabs Josh Brownhill from Burnley. He stole him from me. I was taking him that round for sure. And you know what's crazy is that Burnley, for a team that I think may struggle a little bit up front, I didn't realize this, but Nathan Tell is not even on the team. We talked about him in the Burnley episode. Nathan Tell is not even there. Uh, I watched him play for Southampton two days ago and actually ball out, so... Uh, I think Josh Brownhill is a great pick. If I think Burnley's... he's one of the most positive players on this team right oh, now. Oh, he is definitely the highest positive value, other than, I think, Zeke and Paduni. Um, next up, Dwight McNeil goes to uh, Noah. 
That's all right. That's he's doubling up on Everton. I like McNeil. <laughs> I think he's great. Uh, the problem is he's injured right now. Don't know how long the injury is going to be. Yeah, I'm not too sure on that one. It could be a long-term injury, which would really affect him. But uh, I know that he's going to miss the first two weeks here with uh, an undisclosed knee injury. So we'll see how that moves on for him. Uh, next up, uh, James takes his final striker with Matthias Cunha. They made the loan f- a full buy. So that could be uh, that could, could get him good. some points. I mean, they don't have Jimenez taking that role anymore. So we we're talking about up. Wolves being bad, but we could be very much so wrong. I still see them being bad, but this Cunha could get goals. I think he could be a positive spark for the Wolves team. Uh, next up, you grab Curtis Jones. Based on the fact that we have no other center mids to replace Henderson and Fabinho, so I think Curtis Jones is stepping in that role now. Yeah, I don't hate the pick. I mean, you got him so late. When you get him in the 13th round, I mean, there's only going to be positive return. If he's not great, you drop him for the waiver wire, you grab someone new. You know what exactly. I mean? Like It's not like it hurts your team at all at this point. I was just looking at it. He could, he could have a spark. He could do something. Oh, for sure. I think he's starting in the beginning of the season. Uh, I think he would, too. They don't have a whole lot of things to not to solidify that he won't. Uh, next pick for Christian, his final striker, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. To get Calvert-Lewin in the 13th round, that's, like, bizarre to me. You know what I mean? I can't believe he's this f- fell this far. That's I know a, he's on Everton. That's his third striker, and that's pretty good. I mean, he could be better than Carlton Morris, but, I mean, he's got Ollie Watkins, he's got Carlton Morris, and now Don- like Calvert-Lewin, like, that's a decent striker team yeah, he's right got there. Pretty, pretty decent strikers. And like we said before, at this point in the draft, you you don't worry too much. If you get good players, you get good players. Uh, next up for Dull, he got Moise Casado. Could turn out to be good. He's going to Chelsea. If he goes to Chelsea, if then if he goes to Chelsea, if he goes to Brighton, even then he's still. If he stays at Brighton, like he's still fine. I don't see him being fancy relevant, but I mean he's, he's a good player. He's more defensive. Moving on to Brennan Johnson as his next pick. That's a great. Second last pick of the draft, he gets Brendan Johnson. I think he's a great player. He's I think fun he's a to great watch. Player. He's fast. He puts he's the ball young. in the net. I, I, I respect it. It's a good pick. I like that pick. And Nato as a goalie? I like Neto on, on Bourne's mouth. It's a backup goalie. I mean, that's good to have. I mean, he's going to start Nick Pope every game. For, but the, if, for the games Nick Pope plays City or Liverpool or and Chelsea. And Bourne's ends up playing like uh, Luton Town. Yeah, he could just throw in Neto. And you know what I mean? Keep a clean sheet. He's set. For sure. Connor Roberts was my uh, was my next pick. On I I, I like Connor Roberts, but you never know with that defense for Burnley. We're I'm, still I'm just picking an oddball there. Hopefully, get some assists or yeah, clean sure. sheets out of nowhere. Burnley, I trust Burnley more than I trust Luton. So fair enough. After that, Matty Cash on Aston Villa. I think Matty Cash might start. But he might start. I don't. I, his minutes. I wasn't. They might get depleted a little of. bit, considering he was on Newcastle last season on loan. Yeah, I'm not sure what about his minutes are. They're up in the air. Are keeping me away from him. Next up was Gahey. I like Gahey on Crystal Palace. But the thing is, center back. You know, if you don't get the clean sheets, yeah, we'll talk about it all all episode, right? He's gonna play most games. I like it. He's gonna start every game. And then we got Aguerd on uh, West Ham. I like Aguerd. He's he's big. Yeah, he's he'll probably play more this year. I know. I know that Craig Dawson's gone. Yes. So I mean, it's gonna be Zuma. Him and it'll probably be him and Zuma. Yeah, most likely. And West Ham. I'm curious to see how his season. West Ham develops. likes their set pieces. They score on a lot of set pieces. Yeah, Zuma's a big beacon in the box. 
Oh yeah, so is Agard though. I think that the, that's a good that's a good take for your last defender. And then Josh with Vitinho, another new player to the league, another Burnley player. <laughs> yeah, I mean people want a piece of Burnley apparently. Josh's favorite team other than Arsenal is Burnley, so I mean yeah. I, he was really pounding the drum there. Yeah, he didn't get his Arsenal players he wanted, so he went Burnley. I mean Vitinho, he could be good, but again we're talking a defender at Burnley. You want clean sheets, he might not get those. And then we're going to your next pick. Ivan Tony out I till got January Tony in the 14th round. My Nobody strikers wanted a player that was out for that long. My strikers are Harry Kane and Nick Jackson. Okay, all I have to hope for is Harry Kane stays. Nicholas Jackson, I think, will give me a return in the fifth round, and I can hold off. I think I can hold off all season long with having Tony on my bench. Yeah, we're gonna see about that. Because if I'm in, if I'm even third place up until January. When he's back, he could get me ten to twelve goals from January on, and bump me right back to that to the cup that I rightfully deserve. <laughs> That's a joke. Next up was uh, Max Lowe. No idea who he is. On Sheffield, I think it's a horrible pick. He's a defender. He maybe he's a wing back. Sheffield is going to be the worst team in the Premier League. It's outrageous. Second worst. It's outrageous. And then Ben saw everyone taking uh, Burnley, so he took his piece with Ekdal. Again, just a Defender. horrible, horrible, horrible pick. It makes no sense to me. I mean, don't hate it till you see him play. There's still Kufal out there for a defender that would have started every match at right back, but whatever. Ben went on to pick his uh, goalie with David Raya, which I actually like that pick. I think David Raya, for the last pick of the draft for him, is going to start over Louis Fabianski. Whatever team he goes to, he's, if he stays at Brentford, smash. He should have picked Raya where he picked Fabianski. 100%. The fact that he ended up getting Raya in the 15th round, other than Fabianski in the 12th, is, quite frankly, a lifesaver for his, his whole team. Yeah. It, it helped him a lot. And Mike went on to get Garnacho in the next That's, round. I love, I love the last rounds. You know why I love the last round? Because you could take your flyer. And Mike took his flyer on Garnacho, and we talked about Garnacho in the United episode, he is, potentially taking over that role of Antony. He is good. He could be... You never know. They might want him to grow. Like, Ten Hag likes his... He likes Garnacho. I, I agree. And Ian Matson. That's who I Chelsea. grabbed my last pick. Ian Matson's been playing right wing all preseason, and he's a defender. He just might be not getting the minutes that you want. If he ends up starting right wing a couple games, and he scores a goal, and I get the clean sheet points from him playing striker, that is that's a cheat code for me. <laughs> Josh got his favorite player, Gud Mundinson. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think it's fantasy Midfield, relevant, but he he. He could have some returns. I he mean, might have a couple, but I think it's hilarious that he got him. Then we were going on to people's backup goalies, Jason Steele. Yeah, I mean, he's the starter on Brighton. He'll he play behind Onana. He'll never play. He'll, he'll never play him unless it's a matchup. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good backup, though. No, it's not horrible. And then Mark Flecken, the new goalie on Brentford. No, who, I like Flecken. Who could play if Raya moves to another Premier League team, but... He's got Allison. Noah grabbed Allison in the seventh yeah. round. You're playing Allison every game. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, James Trafford. Love the pick. To Burnley. I love James Trafford for James. That's a good uh, That's a good backup goalie as well. Oh, for sure. I went for the Luton goalie. Based I think... on my backup goalie taking thousands of shots on him, I'm just going to I'm gonna hope on him getting You're just going to hope Martinez, saves. Martinez does not have a bad matchup. And then you can most play the of, I'm going to be playing Martinez most games, every even week. against hard teams. Every week you're going to be playing him. You're not playing Luton's goalie. Then Christian went for uh, Vladimir Kufal. I love I love the pick. It's a good pick. I don't hate it, but West Ham I think will get scored on a lot, but it's not horrible with Kufel him being takes, back. 
Kufeld takes set pieces on that right side though. If they're when if, they're deep, if they're sw- if they're swinging it in, then yeah. So I I don't hate the idea of it, especially last round. Then Dalt's last pick with Fodderingham. Sheffield's gonna face a ton of shots, as, like Luton. That's the last pick in the draft as well. He's already got Ederson. I, I mean, mean, you yeah. play Ederson every game. It, again, it's the same reason I picked Luton's goalie. Oh yeah, that's his backup goalie. He's just he's gonna play every game. He'll get saves. Oh, a hundred percent. We could run through the teams quick. Uh, for Ben's team, we got Erling Haaland, Virgil Van Dyke. Kulasevsky, Sterling, Saliba, Kai Havertz, Lucas Paqueta, Varane, Perisic, Pereira, Matt Doherty, Lucas Fabianski, Harry Wilson, Harmal Ekdal, and David Raya. And then we got uh, Mike's team with Salah and Cuckoo, Sobosly, Morgan Gibbs White, Luke Shaw, uh, Trissard, Harvey Barnes, Dan Byrne, Mings, Amdouni, Henry. Uh, Pickford, Keppa, Max Lowe, and Garnacho. For my team, we got Harry Kane, Reese James, Jack Grealish, Mason Mount, Nicholas Jackson, Manuel Akanji, Ibrahim Akanate, Saeed Benrama, Jacob Ramsey, Nathan Ake, Jose Sa, Burt Leno, Joe Linton, Ivan Tony, and Ian Matson. On to Josh's team with Bruno Fernandez, Nunez. Uh, Luis Diaz, Robertson, Vardial, Tonali, Hoyland, Sancho, Pau Torres, Luis Dunk, uh, Vicario, Sanchez, Traore, uh, Vatino, and Gunmundinson. On Adrian's team, he grabbed Kevin De Bruyne, Gabriel Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, John Stones, Pedro Porro, Bernardo Silva, uh, Zinchenko, Evan Ferguson, Lissandro Martinez, uh, Wissa, uh, Onana, Awobi, Josh Brownhill, Agard, and Jason Steele. On to Noah's team with Saka, Foden, Mitoma, Embuemo, Estupinian, Declan Rice, Allison, Pinnock, Tete, Jota, Tarkowski, Anthony, McNeil, Guehi, and Flecken. Then on to James's team, we got Trent Alexander-Arnold, James Madison, Alexander Izak, Milikayo Mudrick, Gabriel Martinelli, or Gabriel uh, Magnalas, Ruben Diaz, Julian Alvarez, Michael Olise, Yuri Tielemans, Ndogi, Aaron Ramsdale, Connor Gallagher, Matthias Cunha, Matty Cash, and James Trafford. And uh, on to the GOATS team, mine. Ugh. Uh, Marcus Rashford, Odegaard, Gakpo, Diaby, McAllister, Guimaraes, uh, Delot, Moreno, Kovacic, Timber, Thiago Silva, uh, Martinez, Emily, Emily, however you say his first Emilio, name. Emilio Martinez. Yep. Uh, Curtis Jones, Connor Roberts, and James Shea. For Christian's team, we got Miguel Amaron, Ollie Watkins, Ben Chilwell, Jared Bowen, Rodri, Carlton Morris, Sven Botman, Enzo Fernandez, Nick Pope, Anton Robinson, Levi Colwell, Douglas Louise, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Neto, and Vladimir Kofel. And the last team with Dalton's team, Kieran Trippier, Sun, Eze, Gross, Solly March, Shar, Colin Wilson, Ben Mee, Ederson, Ben White, Casemiro, Kurt Zuma, Casado, Brennan Johnson, and Fodderingham. So... Uh, we're going to ask you guys to uh, pick your favorite team on our Spotify thing. We're going to leave a Q&A up. 
Uh, let us know who you think had the best team. Let us know who you think had the worst team. Who do you think got the best value pick? Uh, again, we can post the. We're gonna post the draft standings up on uh, on our Twitter. Uh, so just check out for Kev's Twitter. It's fantasy uh, fantasy soccer talker Kev. Uh, check out what he posts on there. Uh, I'll also retweet it. I'm fantasy soccer talker Luke. Uh, please tune in next week for sure. We're gonna talk about the breakdown for uh, the upcoming week here. We're gonna be going down each uh, each I guess game matchup. Yeah, how they all did. How, who we think is a spark in game week one. So uh, be sure to look out for that, and uh, we're gonna tell you guys uh, our players of the week, and we'll see you then. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, tune in next week, guys.